Hi, I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In the Moment, a podcast on acting, art, and life. In this series, I'm talking to AMAW alumni, students, and clients about the challenges of acting and the joys of being a creator in the 21st century. For more information, go to anthonymindel.com, or you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. I hope you enjoy. In this episode, Tony's talking to Willow Shields. She discusses her experience gaining the role of Primrose in The Hunger Games and what it was like experiencing such extreme fandom at such a young age. She talks about how she's managed to stay grounded and Tony and Willow delve into the not often discussed topic of making the transition from a child to adult actor. So here we are with In The Moment Podcast, and I'm with the amazingly talented Willow Shields, and I'm always saying, I need to get, I'm serious, I need to get one of these. So Willow, hi. Hi. Uh, What's happening? Oh, just living the life, I guess. Living the dream? Living the dream. I said that with so much enthusiasm, but yes, I am living the dream. Yes. So you're 18. I am. Recently 18. Whoa, you just turned 18. Yeah, in June. So like... In acting terms, that's like emancipated. Well, actually, 16 is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it depends. There's so many different... Honestly, I can't keep track. But more importantly for me, like 18 is like a big step into like more mature roles in Hollywood for sure. Yes. So that, that's, that's been new for me, just turning 18 in June, seeing the new roles that I... Are now getting and are now yeah. getting having the opportunity to audition for are so different for me. It's it's pretty. It's actually very exciting though because well, I've been waiting for that. Because the legal eighteen thing would be if you're sixteen and you can play. Because a lot of until you turn eighteen, a lot of the union ro- rules don't necessarily allow you to work the same kind of hours, exactly. adult hours, and it's yes. harder to get cast. Actually. Yes, this is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I think a lot of. Yeah, a lot of people will, um, you know, do Legal 18 or any of these other sort of emancipation things. But 1818 is really when I think a whole new door opens for you in casting because you can officially work those long hours on set. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, maybe do more material that um, they wouldn't want a minor doing. So it does open up a lot just turning 18 for me, um, which is exciting but also nerve-wracking because now I can work those long hours and do that more heavy material or... You know, different stuff like that. So it's interesting, I will say. Well, we should maybe let our listeners know who Willow is. So Willow broke into the business at how old were you? Ten. Ten years old. Yes. And your first movie was? Uh, The Hunger Games. What a movie franchise to like get your first job. Exactly. Right? Yeah, no, I was, I, I, I grew up in New Mexico and I started auditioning for random projects filming in New Mexico. So I started working really when I was like six or seven years old, but just tiny little bit parts and pilot episodes and, and a Hallmark movie, like that kind of thing. And then when I was 10, I got a taped audition for the Hunger Games Okay. and out of nowhere, uh, they went pretty much looking everywhere like they had auditioned in LA and couldn't find somebody so they said we're going everywhere okay it was basically an open casting call practically um and so I taped an audition sent it in and then I got a call from my agent in New Mexico at the time who said okay so they love it they want to fly you out to LA to audition in person (laughs) 
So it was all very confusing at this point. Yeah. So I, I fly into LA, I meet with the director, casting director, producers, and uh, I did the audition in the room a few times, a few different ways. It was super emotional, like crazy emotional, sobbing, crying. It's like my, it was a scene with Katniss where I was saying goodbye to her and it was super emotional. And I finish these like three takes we did and the director turns to me and he goes, well, you don't have to worry about auditioning anymore because you have the role, which. Whoa, that's so rare that they just So rare, like in the room, in the room, he's like, now that I've seen you in person, seen you do this in person, you have the role. And then immediately after that, I signed contracts for four movies. So. (laughs) <laughs> wild, wild, wild. So that was eight years ago. Did you scream in the room? Or no, no, I think they were confused by my reaction because I was just you sitting like, there okay. like, I was just like, no, it wasn't even that. I was confused by it. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't understand, really. It was like it was like a deer caught in headlights moment where I was just sitting there. I think my mouth was probably open. Uh, and I was kind of like laughing and giggling awkwardly because I wasn't sure if they were being serious or not. So I was like, I might as well just laugh a little bit in case they're joking. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. But yeah. And then I, you went out of your room, the room and then you told your mom. Yeah. yeah. My mom was there That's outside hilarious. and yeah. I was like, and it She's was like, so funny. like, how did it go? Yeah, she goes, my mom literally goes, so how did it go? And I was like, um, so they gave it to me. <laughs> And she was like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm sure she was like, yeah. uh, I don't think She's like, no, you're wrong. Right. Yes. No, and my da- I called my dad after, and that was his exact reaction. <laughs> I called him, and he's like, so how did it go? How did it go? And I, and I literally said, well, um, I, they gave me the role. And he, he goes, oh, Willow, are you sure you didn't misunderstand what they were saying? And I said, no, because he actually said to me, you have the role. And he was like, yeah, but... What does that really mean? <laughs> you know what oh I mean? And like nobody could believe it. And it was just like it was a hilarious moment of like telephone games where everybody was just like, no. And you're like, no, I did. I really No, did I really role. did. And I was the only one in the room, of course, right. like with, with all these people. So my whole family was like, Are you sure you didn't misunderstand? Like that's oh, how wild it was gosh. to us. Cause yeah. that, you know, I hear that that never happens. But I mean Did you so and you so you got cast as Jennifer Lawrence's little sister. Yes. But at the time, nobody could predict what Hunger Games was going to be. So did you... Oh, but did you? were you familiar with the books at that time? I actually was familiar with books. Uh-huh. I mean, they had been out for a few years before then. And but like still, everybody right? was reading them. Okay. But nobody But it's not like had, Harry Potter. No, nobody right? had any clue what the Hunger Games was going to Yeah, it wasn't quite become. like the we same. Had, yeah, we had no clue. Like we had, you know, everybody knew, okay, there was Harry Potter, there was Twilight, this could potentially become something along those lines. But nobody knew what kind of success it would actually have. Mm-hmm. And and at the time, you know, they had, they had this um, incredible cast from day one, I think, but the funny thing is, a lot of people didn't know the cast very well at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first Hunger Games movie really made the majority of those people right. into who they are in a lot of ways. They're all extremely talented actors. They've all worked in beautiful, incredible films and, and TV to some of them. But at the time, even though Jennifer Lawrence had had an Oscar nomination for Winter's Bone, yeah, nobody, nobody really, really knew who yeah. she was, mm-hmm. which was fascinating because... You know, thank goodness, like, the director and the producer of the first film were like, she's perfect. She's an incredible actress. 
we're going to cast her whether people know who she is or not. And, and after this is over with, people are going to love us for it. And yeah. she, and that really, I think that catapulted her into, you know, what she's doing today, even though, and I mean, the series itself is not the most dramatic, serious, um, award-winning material, even though it's incredible, I'm saying in her, in her realm of filmmaking, you know, she, she's gotten Oscar nominations mm-hmm. for so many incredible films, but I think everybody still saw her insane talent in these movies mm-hmm. that I, I think it even catapulted her further than people expected, mm-hmm. you know? So what was your experience? So you had a good experience and you... Incredible experience. So soon after getting cast, when did you... Did they film in LA? No, they filmed... No, so soon after, literally after getting cast, because they had searched everywhere to find Primrose and they hadn't They were ready her. to start filming, They were right? ready. Yeah. I, I believe a week after I was cast, uh-huh. I flew out to North Carolina for the first movie. So we filmed the first movie in North Carolina and then the last three were filmed in... A, ton of places hawaii atlanta paris berlin um but it was uh it was pretty immediate for me i was kind of thrown into it to be completely honest and you know this was the first big film i had ever done Mm -hmm. so everything was new and everything was exciting but i was still very nervous i mean it was one of those moments where you know you get on set and your first day of like a big film and you really don't know what to expect yeah and you're, you're literally learning step by step. Yeah. Like, that was me. It was yeah. it was like I was going to school. Like, in a good way, though. I mean, it was like from day one on set. I, I mean, I, I owe everything I know, honestly, to this day about filmmaking. All, all across the board. Like, yeah. anything. Like, the majority of what I know, I learned from those films. And I, I really did, you know. And I'm very grateful for that. Because I was given the opportunity to learn in a beautiful setting with a great community of people. Um, But we talked about that, you know, when I coach you, like I think because you didn't have a lot, you didn't have any acting training traditionally, which, you know, even though I train actors, I'm also a big proponent on, you know, what I teach is how would you do it? And so (laughs) you learn firsthand that, you know, especially when you're a young adult, you're, you're playing, you're you're ten years old. You can't play anything but a ten year old. Exactly. You know what I mean? So you just learn how would you do it if your sister were, was taken exactly. away? And that's and, the magic yeah, of it. Yeah. That was the magic of it to me. I never. It's so strange to look back because, you know, I think with age, you start to overthink yes, things and exactly question right. yourself. That's right. Which is very dangerous. I will say, even and at I 18. don't like it. Even at eighteen, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like it. I don't it. like it. No, I don't because I remember looking back at like ten years old on the how easy it was. So easy, yeah. easiest thing I've ever done. Believe yeah. it or not, and like of course there were challenges. Like the majority of my scenes in the Hunger Games movies were very emotional. Yeah, yeah. Lots of screaming, lots of crying, but it just came to me without. I never thought about it. Yeah. I was just like, based on the story, if I look through the script. This is what happens. I believe this is the proper reaction That's to right. that happening. You know what I mean? Like, if That's I was right. to just, you know. That's what I so, teach. So, in that sense, you know, I never did any acting training before then. And so, I just jumped into it. And I literally followed my instincts through four of those films. Whoa. Which. Well, that's why you're so good in it. You know what I mean? Thank you. <laughs> just, you're being you in those situations. Right. 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 And, and, you know. 
I love that I was able to do that and it worked for me um, because it made the experience, you know, so enjoyable because I was just able to step into it, do it, follow my instincts and and then just have fun too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Take sort of the stress off when you can just follow your instincts unconditionally and not be concerned about what you, what you're doing right and wrong. And that also comes with, you know, being able to work with such great directors too. And did they, would they, like you would do it, would they tell you what they wanted or would you do it and then they'd come up and be like, okay, that's really great. Let's do it again and go yeah. harder. Or, yeah. So yeah. basically they, they kind of knew, like, especially the first director who cast me in the movie. Okay. Yeah. He knew I had the ability to do what he wanted me to do without mm-hmm. even asking me to. Mm-hmm. So he knew I understood the story and what was necessary. And I would do it, and then he would come in and maybe go, okay, we need something more here, or I need this moment here with you and Jen. It was little tiny tweaks here and there, but it was never technical. It was all very emotional-based. He was really good at that, too. Gary Ross was fantastic at really, like, expressing what he wanted emotionally mm-hmm. and not too technical, and, you know, it, it was never something too specific. It was mostly emotional-based. And, and, like, giving you the permission to find it. Right? Exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And knowing that the only way he's going to get a great performance from us is allowing us to find it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So how old were you when they finished then, when you finished... So I must have been... Through oh, that process, right? I grew up. Yeah. <laughs> I went through puberty on screen, <laughs> literally, yeah. in front of millions of people, <laughs> which I will say is very interesting. Yeah. Um, I was, I want to say, 16, 16 when it ended. Uh-huh. Like, when we finished the press for the last movie, I was 16, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, 10 to 16, which is a huge vital portion of your life you know Uh honestly like 10 to 16 like you grow so much it's literally from going from a child to to a a young woman and so it was really it's insane even thinking of that now looking back whenever I do talk about this I always go wow that's crazy that that happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) on screen too you know how did you stay like especially because when it came out it was such a juggernaut and such a huge phenomenon like how did you stay grounded and normal and not turn into a crazy you know what I mean (laughs) well to be honest my family would never allow me to become anything crazy which is great um but it's you know it's strange because people always ask me that question like how did you maintain grounded in this crazy fandom Mm mm-hmm I feel like there was never even an opportunity for me to stray down a wrong path. Well, you were still going to school, right? I was like, homeschooling. Oh, I was homeschooling. I've I've been homeschooled my whole life. Oh. I have never gone to school Whoa. really. Okay. I mean, I've done, I've gone to school a little bit, but I've been homeschooled pretty much my whole life because of acting. Um, but I was still doing school. Um, I think what really was the most shocking thing for me throughout that experience was the recognition I was getting, like, when I would go places. Like, I even distinctly remember the first time somebody recognized me. Like, I was literally, like, 10 or 11 years old in a mall, and a woman in, like, Gap or something, like, waved me down from outside. (laughs) And she goes, are are you Prim from The Hunger Games? And I was literally, like, scared. Mm -hmm. I was genuinely scared. I was like, this stranger is talking to me. 
why does she want a photo with me? And this was still at the time of like social media just really right, emerging, right, right, which yeah. was very interesting. So she didn't even have an iPhone. Like I remember she had like, she had like some form of a Blackberry or something. And she took like a selfie with a Blackberry. Like it was just so odd to me. And from then on, it just got so wild. And that was the craziest part for me. And that was the most challenging part for me as a kid mm-hmm. because, you know, I, it changes everything. You go out with your friends and your friends know that wherever we go, there's going to be a lot of delays in whatever we're going to do because there's going to be, you know, maybe 15 teenagers that come up and want photos or whatever. And, you know, on one hand, I loved it because, of course, that, that's what kept our series going. Mm-hmm. The fans are incredible for this series. But it was the most shocking part of that whole experience for me was just that sort of recognition um, that I would get just every day. Um, it was very strange for me as a child, especially because, you know, um, and of course there's the premieres that go along with it and all of that stuff. And it's all such a big, uh, it's a lot for adults. It's, I can't it's even a lot. imagine exactly, exactly. for kids. So it's it, like, whoa, it's a little know? intense. I'm not yeah. going to lie. But, yeah. but when you just step back, like I've always, I don't know. I mean, my parents have always, I think, tried to instill in me a level of perspective in every situation you're in in your entire life. So in my mind, even though when I was 11 or 12 and and this situation was almost intimidating to me that all these people wanted pictures and you walk across the street at a premiere and everybody's screaming like crazy, you know, if you have perspective on the whole situation, you understand that it's beautiful. It's such a crazy experience. You have to have perspective so you don't get sucked into just the wild nature of the fandom and, yeah of and, course the business the business the business so how have you so what's the transition been from like being a child actor and now you have an adult agent and right. like how has that all been and like trying to be seen and establish yourself I don't think people talk about it enough no, to be honest I mean I'm known for working with young adults like yourself right. your age you know or even younger and they break through but I don't I don't think people talk about the weird... Because kids, a lot of kids, if they don't come from a really structured family, their your self-worth and self-esteem comes around booking jobs as kids. And then all of a sudden, you're not this sweet, adorable, precocious 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, an 18-year-old woman. Or right. you're a 16-year-old guy now who's mm-hmm. no longer quite that cute. Or right. things have changed. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, nobody really talks about that transition. And I find it fascinating because it, I would say it is one of the biggest challenges of being in this business Mm -hmm. is that transition. Um, I finished the Hunger Games when I was like 16, right? So I was no longer a child at that point, really. I always looked older. So at 16, everybody thought I already looked like I was 18 Mm -hmm. or 19 even. So for me, it was like I had already hit that point of people wanting me to transition into an adult actor. Sometimes there's a maturity level that you need to gain before you can even enter into adult roles. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard it's hard to get that because you've been playing those child actor roles for a long time. Right. You know what I mean? It's sort of like you know, you're used to going out on auditions where you you play somebody's daughter and you're talking about soccer in school and what do I need to get from the grocery store? And that kind of stuff, right? And then all of a sudden, 
you're transitioning into auditioning for roles where um, there's a little bit more heavy conversations, heavy experiences. Yeah. That, to be honest, also if you have not experienced some of those things, it's going to be a bit challenging to put yourself out there and successfully perform those. Yeah. In my yeah, opinion, to access it, to yeah, access sure. yeah. access yeah. it yeah. exactly. So I think that's one of the biggest challenges of transitioning. I remember, you know, being. 14, 15, 16, and all of a sudden getting these auditions for roles where there was things I was talking about or things that I was doing in the audition that I had never done before mm -hmm. or I had never talked about. Mm -hmm. And it was almost, it was pushing me way out of my comfort zone and in a good way, but also in a very challenging way to the point where I realized that in order to really transition into an adult actor, I needed to literally experience life mm -hmm. and well, become an adult in a way. Like, yeah. I know that sounds strange, no, but in my like... mind, I was going, I need to have some of these experiences. Of course, not all of them, because acting is crazy and there's so many different situations and scenes that you're going to be put in. But I think one of the key factors of like making a smooth transition from a child actor to an adult actor is not just tunnel vision into how to do that. It's living your life and actually making a transition as a human being. Well, I think the business also just assumes that young actors also understand it at a level that an adult would understand right. it, but they don't. Right. And there's no conversation around it. Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know, as a teacher of young you know, pre-adolescence, if they're having to fulfill a scene that's dealing with subject matter or conversations around things that they're not familiar mm -hmm. with, you have to make sure that they even understand what right. it is that they're talking about. Exactly. But I, I'm not quite sure that that's always happening. Right. But I guess I was going to ask you too, um, you know, the other wild card is what happens if you start in the industry at a young age, but then all of a sudden as you get older, you realize like, maybe this isn't what I want to do. And I think a lot of, you know, I, w I wanted to be a zoologist when I was a kid, mm -hmm. or I had all these fantasies of being a cowboy or right. whatever. Obviously, I didn't continue on that path because right. as I matured, my my mind evolved into mm -hmm. other things. Yeah, of but it's it's fascinating how many young kids stay in the business and I wonder, this is coming to me right now. I wonder if they ever thought, "Oh, well maybe I don't this is just something I did. It was fun as a hobby right. slash I got paid yeah. as an 8-year-old, but now I want to go to college and I want to go into pharmacy or right. politics. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? A lot of young people can feel trapped in this That's business what I mean. if they're yeah. succeeding in yeah. it. And they get scared. If they if they don't want to do it, they get scared to leave. Yeah. Which should not be a situation. You know what I mean? Like, I feel... I also feel like, though, a problem or... Not a problem, but a difficulty that a lot of young actors have in this business is focusing too much on just acting. I think that that is one of the biggest mistakes personally that you could make as a young actor. I feel like you have to widen your horizons mm -hmm. in so many ways mm -hmm. to actually understand what you do or don't want to do. Um, I think that for me it's always been okay well I want to act I know that but if I want to make new discoveries of other things I want to do on top of that, I'm going to do photography, play guitar, mm -hmm. sing, dance. You never know what you might want to do if you don't try it. 
So I feel like that's one of the difficulties for young actors in this business is that they are so focused on acting that they don't even give themselves the room to discover if there's something else they love more. Mm -hmm. And the reality that I found is trying all these other things, I still know that I want to be an actor, but I think all those other things could make me a better actor in the end. You know what I mean? So I think that's probably... One of the biggest difficulties that uh, young actors face is not having that push from other people as well to go, you've got to try new things. And not, like, you know, it's not just about acting. It's not just about being in front of a camera. Try being behind the camera. Gain a perspective of that. Try, you know, writing your own dialogue or scenes or whatever it is because each one of those things will give you an understanding that you never had before. Mm-hmm. You know? So what, like, what kind of advice then would you give young young actors who are transitioning into more teenage adult roles like where are you at now in the process so you're (laughs) (laughs) so I very recently turned 18 and I vividly remember like turning 18 or right before I turned 18 I vividly remember getting an audition for something and reading the material and going wow okay so this films like two days after I turn 18 and the material has just gotten way, way, way more intense. <laughs> yeah. And it was quite shocking for me, to uh-huh. be honest, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm used to... Did I coach you? I don't think I coached no, you. No, you didn't. Okay. No, because I, I, you know, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do that. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you know what it. I mean? So you yeah. have these moments of like, you know, I'm, I'm not used to having to jump into, to be completely candid, that material that's you know, maybe a little bit more sexual or there's drug use or there's, you know, all these different subject matters that are much more mature. I am yet to have to do that. So turning 18 now, it's opening up a whole new world of auditioning and booking roles that are definitely going to be more challenging Mm -hmm. for me because it's going to be a huge step outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is so, that's so new for me. So that's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, making that transition really as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but Willow, what's exciting about it from an acting perspective is you don't have to do any of those things in order to draw upon experiences. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I think the thing is, is if we're playing a drug addict, you don't have to do drugs, that kind of, of I mean, not. research, obviously. But, <laughs> obviously. But, 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 this, is what, but right. this is what some actors still think yeah. about living the character right, or, right, right. you know, their homework or, mm-hmm. I know this is a terrible example about drugs, but the, the truth is, is, Nobody's doing anything, drugs or any other kind of form of disconnect. Like, in other words, the drug is the manifestation of something else. Right. And once we, once the actor, yourself included, starts to get in touch with the something else that we all feel, the loneliness or the shame or the desire or the, you know, rejection or the pain, then you realize like, oh, I can actually tap into this. Mm-hmm. And, and still have never even drunk a, a sip of alcohol exactly, or whatever. You know? Exactly. It's all, it's, I agree. It's all, about, I mean, we've all felt those things. It's just connecting to whatever that emotion is. But I think a lot of actors, even older actors, will sometimes ask me, you know, they're like, well, I'm not like this, so I don't know how you're asking me to, like, do that. And I'm like, well, have you felt? And then I'll just list, like, 10,000 right. feelings. And they're like, yeah. Then I'm like, well, then, okay. Then, then, then can... the work is is to, how do you access it? How mm-hmm. do you acknowledge that, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're having to play a psychopath or a murderer, nobody's, you know what I mean? Or like, I like to joke, like, I think there's a level of faking it and acting that people see too much as at a level of, um, 
like I think actors are so hard on themselves, and oh, so yeah. and yet if you watch if you go and watch a horror movie, people's legs aren't being sawed off oh, in saw. But they have to pretend that they're being hunted by Freddy Krueger. I love that example. My, my scary movies. But my point is, yeah. is you just commit to ah and right. run and right. Like, and know. I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I just finished doing a pilot TV show that was like horror thriller. Uh huh. So obviously, so you had to fake it uh, until yeah, you make it. Yeah. Okay. So like, there was a scene. There was like, there was you know, multiple scenes where we had to scream and run and and be scared at things we weren't scared exactly. of on set. And hopefully, you've never been attacked by somebody with a knife before. Exactly, you know what I mean? So exactly. what are you drawing on? I've never been attacked. We yes. literally had somebody attack you. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, like, there was all these moments where it was, like, scares. And, like, in the moment, also, you've got a full crew around you. You've got lighting. Yeah. You're not in pitch black with just your three other actors. You know, you are surrounded. You feel kind of safe in that environment. Yes. So you do have to build up this level of, you know, some of it you do have to, like, play up, you know. But, Willow, it's a full circle moment, though, yeah. right now. Because... That reminds you of when you were 10, you were in one aspect playing as well, even though the scenes might have been really dramatic and terrifying and emotional, but you've never had an experience of your sister being taken away into a utopian society. No, but I can imagine how much I love my sister and how distraught I would be if that occurred. But this is what I'm saying. So to me, as, as young actors transition is trusting that you're doing great as you are without having life experience is going to come regardless right, of course. and you can keep staying in the playing of things right. to access right, stuff, exactly you know? yeah yeah no i agree and i think people forget to play well we get yeah. in our head about it yeah, you know what i mean of course yes um Oh, Willa, so let me see i think we're right kind of maybe getting to the end of our okay. so um i'm just going to Pepper you with some questions and, okay. you know, yeah, it's like a speed round. Speed round. Well, not really. Because, oh, you know, I'm they can great. be, you can think about okay. it. So, okay. um, what, what's one thing you just can't do without? Um. It doesn't have to be a material thing either. It could be. Music. Okay. I music see that on your Instagram. You... I cannot do without music, whether it's listening to it or playing it. Got it. Celebrity crush. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I've always loved Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I get that. Not gonna lie. Yeah. He's very talented. Yes. Talent is sexy. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. Always sexy. I you know, that. you know, like we we date people who like are supermodels, but then if they don't have talent to back it up, of course. it's like it's not as or, exciting or like, as or like, like the smarts to back up. Yeah, that's up right. That, you have to that, have something like, other I, than I definitely like it. I don't know. I find knowledge very that is, attractive. It is very attractive. Yes. I find knowledge very attractive. If you weren't an actor, what would you like to be? Um, if I wasn't an actor, I'd definitely be doing something behind the camera, whether oh, it's photography, cool. or cinematography, or directing. Uh-huh. Um, I went. I actually went to school for a little while for it. Um, I think you should. When I was like sixteen, to I took college classes in that sort of stuff, and I've been doing photography for a few years now. So. Um, it would be something like that. Cool. Behind the camera work. Uh, tell me, like, so what's something... I usually ask people, like, what what is a takeaway from the studio you've learned? But but since I coach you, what's, like, something that you would take away from working with me? I think the biggest thing that I've already taken away, but I'm still, you know, taking away every time I have a session with you, is, like, you push me to trust my instincts which is something that I've found as I grow older is harder and harder to do. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things that I take away from you is you push me to trust my instincts 
and access emotions on such a level that it comes through and I'm, I'm feeling it unlike any time before, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, of course. You know, it's sort cool. of like when we finish a session and you've, you've sort of brought me to a place where I'm accessing those emotions, you, you, I sort of come out of it and I'm like, did, did that just did that happen? Just happen? Yeah. Sort of that dreamy state of, of like emotion that you can't really describe. Uh -huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah. joy of acting. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, cool. Okay, one last question. That's beautiful. That's like, that's like a sales pitch. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love you. What's your definition of love? It's okay. We cry. I feel like the definition of love is loving somebody for who they are with no judgment whatsoever and wanting to be there for people, help people, and have a selfless quality about yourself. I think that's the definition of love for me is like, it's not about doing or saying, it's about like the emotional wavelengths between those two people or that group of people, whatever it is, it's sort of like these emotional wavelengths that travel and it sort of like ignites this fire of just good good things good vibes yeah. beautiful that. beautiful things emotional wavelength of love yeah. Uh -huh. yeah yeah well willow thank you for being thank my you. second guest thank you so well, when can, where can people find you you've got like millions of followers but like <laughs> what's your, your um, instagram is you can find me on instagram at willow shields and same same thing on twitter um and yeah and i'm, I'm sure you'll be announcing you know your projects at are forthcoming when they, yes yeah. there, there is a few things that are coming up yeah perhaps okay uh, let your followers know. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah like right now I just wrapped a pilot that should be coming out this fall um, and I have a few projects in the work so I'll awesome. let you know when I can yes and we will promote it yay thank you Willow. thank you applause 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 <laughs>